toot. It's the new year. Today I saw a man aggressively chew a bagel. I've decided that from now on I'll select my friends based on how they chew. And this man isn't making the cut. Too much tension in his jaw means too much tension in our relationship. So I'm sorry, breakfast commuter, but mmm, commuter breakfast. goodness, friends. Hello, it's me, Dale Seaver, your host for another 4 a.m. trip through my life in a single story told week after week after week after week after week. It's a show about characters and comedy and things that go oof in the night. If it's tales from a man who spent New Year's Day quietly gathering his belongings and easing out the screened-in porch after an inadvertent appearance at a swinger's compound in Ithaca, then this must be Dale Radio. And here we are, the first episode of 2016, coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. And thank you to so many of you who sent me special moments from your time celebrating New Year's down by our little Guani. The hashtag GuanusNYE was absolutely pulsing. I gather we were even trending briefly in Malaysia, but like so many things that come from Malaysia, we soon went missing. But I've taken screenshots of all the wonderful posts and snapshots that were taken down there on the banks of the canal. Sludgy selfies, of course, make up the bulk of the content, and I was quite honestly shocked and delighted that so many of you brought your own rat carcasses to toss in right at the stroke of midnight just to watch them burn. What a beautiful and wretched time we had of it down there. But you know what people say, the place that they need to be. Everybody asks you, well, have you ever been to Times Square? You ever go down there to Times Square, Dale? Well, yes, I have been to Times Square. Thank you for asking. Back in the golden days of my youth, I was with a magic enchantress of a woman, that is to say a brunette, who lured me into the frolic and fray of the center of Manhattan, and as we jostled over bottles rolling in the street and snuck beneath blue police barricades, the crowd resplendent in their giant foam hats advertising moisturizing creams, we made it somehow, dashing this way and that to Grand Central Station. Now, I know what you're saying, that's a long walk. But we were young and didn't have phones or fallen arches or a sense of geography. But we made it to that beautiful tribute to transportation. Now, granted, it's no Penn Station, but uh, (laughs) the lesser of our train hubs was no slouch that evening. Its star field ablaze high above as revelers danced in private black-tie affair partying in the main station, gold balloons falling and bobbing above the crowd, who spun in time with that old Lombardo hit played by a live orchestra. It was the 90s, and anything was possible. And then, after some stolen kisses and confetti blasts and a riotous cheer of goodwill that could be heard from one Zorro's Bakery location to the other Zorro's Bakery location, everyone scattered. Horns blared, trash cans overflowed, drunken bridge and tunnelers plowed carelessly ahead into the crowd, some not walking fast enough, others shoving and pushing. 
a long, heavy down coach taking up more room than was necessary, giving everything a feeling of being closed in, too close, claustrophobic. We scampered over weak old snowbanks, gray with trash and soot, and just as we reached a clearing, a young fella in a too-flimsy coat, with not more than a whisper of a beard, took a long drag on a cheap cigarette and raised it up to my lady friend's beautiful gold balloon pop. The bang startled and saddened in equal measure. New York reasserting itself in the face of too much fun. People complain that Times Square has changed. But there, underneath it all, under the pedestrian plazas and the Lion King ads and chocolate candy stores, the evil, the essential evil of New York, the dark, twisted heart that is always lurking, exists. It's the anti-Semitic Elmo. It's the TKTS booth that never has the show you want. It's never getting a seat at Junior's when you really want to slice a cheesecake. Now, you can be nostalgic for old New York, old dirty New York, but she never leaves. She morphs, she changes shapes. She's the scaffolding that never comes down, merely takes up residence in front of another building farther down the block. You can't escape this. It's what makes New York, New York. Now, you think about what it was like hundreds of thousands of years ago. Just think about that in your Oculus Rift. Put that on your face and look into your visors when this was all beaver colonies, as far as the eye could see. Probably some of those industrious bucktooth varmints tried to build a dam on Times Square. And you better believe that that jagged stick temple attracted malcontents and disgruntled megafauna, fleet-footed wolves with foaming mouths and darting eyes. Probably some of them cried out to the innocent visitors, the geese flying south and not knowing any better, stopping in for a sip from a fetid puddle, and the wolves would lure them in with leaves, advertising free wildlife comedy or discounts on turtle rides around the lower part of the island. Naked chipmunks who had lost their way danced for acorns behind tiny sheets of ice. New York is eternal, ladies and gentlemen, whatever you call it, whatever species you are. There's a balance to it, isn't there? And it's a bargain that you make to live here. You have to believe in that struggle, that the darkness is somehow going to pay off, that it informs your ability to make a funny and successful web series, that your submission to late-night writer's workshops will be heard, that your tweets are not in vain. You sit down and share a meal with the roaches because someday you'll have a nicer apartment with a view of the sky, and there'll still be roaches, but there'll be rich people roaches fed on the finest morsels that drop from your dining room table that is an actual table and not merely a collection of cardboard boxes and old theater textbooks. That's the way it is here in New York, and we celebrate it this time of year. We go right up to the line and peer into the darkness, hoping to see that bright light approaching of a packed subway car. And if it's too full of dreamers for us to get on, well, we have faith in the simple words spoken by the faceless conductors of the MTA. There's another train directly behind. Another train. Always another chance. Another chance to wait for the light. Yes. You know they tell you it's a great place to visit. But my heart tells me it's a better place to live. Let's go, Basie. 
Well, I am so full of light today, folks. What a time we had over the holidays. I hope you had a magical time of things as well. What did you get, Dale? It's the number one email I got upon my return. And again, thank you for writing to me. Here, I try to get back to all of your many handwritten notes and e-faxes. I love hearing from you. Uh, Well, I got a lot of great stuff. Some from fans and some from a woman named Gail who lives in Glendale, California and apparently does not enjoy clothing. (laughs) I'm going to let you finish, Gail, but first you need to put a top on. My goodness. Uh, This podcast has always been a magnet for the erotically inclined. First up from my niece. Well, she purchased a jumbo size bag of dress socks. And it is all a, a mix and match in there. A great, terrific jumble. I just love it. I put my hand in, and whatever comes out is the pair that I wear. And you wouldn't believe what all they can put on socks these days. Pizza socks? I mean, yes, please. Who's hungry? Stars, flags of many countries, Saturn's moons, African-American Civil War battalions, all types of plungers, former German Chancellor Helmut Kohl, Ukrainian women's chorus members, Rice, Jerry Hall, so many fun things to wear on your feet. Now from baby Pepsi, I tell you, she may be six, but she has excellent taste in single malt whiskeys. I got a really terrific Oban, 18-year-old, matured in ivory casks. You can taste a hint of pachyderm in every swallow. She also got me a head massager and a new laptop. I tell you, I don't know where she gets her money, but I'm so glad that she's generous with it. Isn't that what we want for our children and for the next generation uh, uh, to come along, even though she's not uh, mine? But you, you, I treat her as if she is. I really do. Uh, Do you enjoy holiday bake sales at public elementary schools? Me neither. But I went to one, and in addition to having to try several questionable lemon squares, I came away with a beautiful batik silk robe. It was just too darn handsome to give away. (laughs) So I wrapped it in Santa's special paper, and I gave it to myself. Oh, we were all surprised and delighted with that one. Now, from our dear friends Kitty and Silas Watson out there in the great state of Ohio, I received a lotto ticket. We always get one in our stockings for each other. It's a great way to burn five minutes without talking to one another. And uh, it, and it's you know part of the fun is just searching for loose change. You know, I have a nickel or a quarter. Quarters work pretty well. Uh, I like the thickness of a nickel. But uh, we also got three gift certificates uh, from them. Uh, uh, to give it a twirl, Cincinnati's fastest-growing adult arts center. Have you been to one of those places? Oh, it's great. Now, here's what here's what you do. If you haven't been, you get a couple of your best gal pals, and for 35 bucks, you get a lanyard that you wear around your neck with a little, I guess it's uh, your ID. It's a little, little barcode on there. Just a funny little thing in the shape of a paint splat. <laughs> What, did I spill something? No, it's just my bad. It's going to be. And that gives you all you can drink rose in a full hour and a half uh, painting session. Now, 
technically, you're supposed to all work from the same model or still life. But I had a pretty good idea cooking as to what I wanted to paint, so I brought a knapsack with some reference materials. <laughs> so I kind of discreetly put out some of my Gina Davis memorabilia, laid it out there where I could use some real terrific force perspective on it. And wouldn't you know, an old crone named Dell leaned over and squealed on me right as I was getting to some of the finer detail around Gina's mensa lapel pin. The head swirler, Miss Nancy, explained that the evening works best if we all work from the same objects. I said I'd be happy to add my League of Their Own bobblehead to the center display if people wanted that, but she politely repeated herself without really addressing my contribution, which, in my opinion, would have elevated the entire picture beyond a scene of self-referential kitsch. But no, it's a place where we all drink wine and then make paintings of wine bottles. I mean, couldn't you just... Have you ever? I can't even with this. I calmly, but admittedly with anger in my face and probably in my voice, told Miss Nancy, hashtag BRB, and excused myself for some fresh air. What I got instead as I stepped outside was a nostril full of secondhand smoke from a curious little man planted right outside the door. He had a tower of orange hair piled on the very top of his head and a pair of bright green plastic glasses on a face that resembled the bottom end of a pear. He was what it would be like if all the elves up there at the North Pole looked like Truman Capote. I couldn't see his eyes, as they were only the teensiest bit open, like they couldn't be bothered, just resigned to their position there beneath two plump, surprisingly wrinkle-free lid. She's a mess, he said before exhaling a giant coil of smoke. I assumed he was talking about Miss Nancy. Oh, her too. I met Gina Davis. I worked on a set with her for a day doing craft services. An absolute mess. The problem is she's smarter than everyone, and she lets everyone know it. Well, I could see that, I said, but her total body of work, she's a mess, he interrupted. We just stood there in silence for several seconds. He was a man with strong opinions, and I appreciated that. After what seemed like an eternity, he stomped his cigarette out with a dainty little boot and looked in the opposite direction before turning back to me and saying, just paint the bottle. He opened the door. Give it a twirl. Well, that fella turned out to be exactly right. I gave it a twirl, and I painted one hell of a bottle. <laughs> I also had a lot of rosé. Without his strength, I would never have been able to get through it, and I didn't see him the rest of the night. Isn't that strange? Just kind of poof, just vanished in a back room behind some stretchers and rolls of raw canvas. Now I know what you're thinking. How do I make sweater vests look so sexy? Well, that's just good upbringing. And secondly, did I go back and finish my Gina Davis painting? You bet I did. And it looks spectacular in my new wine cellar. She might be a mess, but she watches over a beautiful stack of boxes of rosé right next to our washer and dryer. I had a lot of cookies over the break. I may have poured icing directly into my mouth on more than one occasion. Oh, that reminds me. Do you like books but find reading a chore? Snooze alert, am I right? <laughs> Why read when you can listen to great audiobooks thanks to our sponsors, Audible.com. Just visit audibletrial.com slash Radio for a special 30-day free trial. Browse more than 180,000 titles in their vast library of sound. Books read by famous authors and unfamous ne'er-do-wells alike. It's a great big world. Why not have someone read it out loud for you? Audible.com, with a free app that works on every gadget and device you probably got for Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever you celebrate there in your home or domestic space. Ah, oh, my, what special memories the holidays ignite. 
Were you full of memories this holiday season? You know what ignites my fancy? Coming back from the holidays. <laughs> I am exhausted, friends, tuckered out, pooped, flattened, smothered, and covered. I'm a waffle house of emotions. You get so excited, and then you open it all, and you eat it all, and then, whoa, done for. In fact, uh, doesn't your body just sometimes take you out of the game? Doesn't it just sometimes say, hey, Dale, you had enough. You're going to be in bed for a little bit. And that's what happened. I got hit with a cold right on January 1st, and I'm still only partially recovered. Shyness headaches? I had that. Here's a tip. Don't buy tissues at a gas station. The good people at Sheets have a very different idea of soft and plush than us non-truck drivers have. I believe there are actual steel fibers uh, embedded in their tissues for durability and strength. And my nose, quite honestly, was cut raw from this stuff. Now, I did find a great Johnny Cash tape there and a police scrambler and, oh, a very funny and not safe for work air freshener. But tissues, no, not soft. I need the lotion. Now, I, like many of you probably, used to think, Oh, lotion in a tissue now. What is this, Versailles? Who am I, the Sun King? No, thank you. I'll stick to good old Kleenex in a handsome match-any-decor box. Well, I was wrong. That lotion got me like ooh, and it got me like ah. It feels a little like wiping your face with a wet uh, piece of rubber, but I'm into it. And sometimes I just put my hand in the box to relax. You know my least favorite part of gloves that one finger at a time business of pulling it off, you know, you just, you, it's a, this whole moment of pulling and tugging on each finger, each digit to get it out. And what you're left with there for a moment is just as if your skin is sloughing up this snake skin, you know, half thing uh, coming off of you. And you had to really tug. It just is a lot of work to get those gloves out of there in your hands free. That's my least favorite thing about gloves. Some people like them, I guess. Now, lotion gloves, that'd be okay. Siri, lubricate my clothing. <laughs> I wish Siri did more like that, don't you? Siri, disable neighbor's wind chimes. Leave no trace. <laughs> Siri, figure out how to make pad thai at home. You know what would happen if we could make pad thai at home? U.S. economy would collapse. That's all it would take. If the bad guys really want to cripple us, teach us how to make Southeast Asian dishes in the comfort of our own home. Oh, it's fun to imagine what foods uh, would be people, right? Sometimes you go into a deli and they have a sandwich named after a person. You think, really? Woody Harrelson with pastrami? I don't think so. But sometimes they just nail it. Chicken cutlet on a torpedo roll with honey mustard. Uh, yeah, that's a Glenn Close. <laughs> All right. It makes you want to be in on those meetings, doesn't it? Some refrigerated back room somewhere, all the deli honchos gathered, <laughs> coming up with a, probably a big board full of headshots, you know, and then various sandwiches, I guess, just miles and miles of sandwiches or uh, deli slicers and things. It'd be wonderful if they could centralize the naming process um, so that a Glen Close on a roll is the same here as it would be in Tulsa or Fort Lauderdale. Tell you, the kids at spring break go nuts for a Glenn Close on a hero. Sometimes I think about my own body as a loose collection of lunch meats. Folks, I am so excited for some upcoming shows. I've been excited this whole show, and I'm excited about this, uh, these upcoming ones that we have. Uh, I'm just riding a, a wave of excitement that has uh, been it started in probably 
late 2014 and has just kept on going and percolating to this very moment. And uh, we're, we're making some subtle shifts, and I'm excited for these. I'm, I'm genuinely uh, bursting to get these shows out there. And there's some moving pieces. You know, when you put together live shows, there's always something that's, uh, I'm waiting to hear back from them. And then this part, and then, oh, what, 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 what. Anyhow, the point is, it's going to be great. The final thing, what you're going to see, is going to be great. Now, I'm thrilled to be making our third appearance this year at the greatest sketch comedy festival in the world, SF Sketchfest. Tuesday, January 19th, I'll be bringing our new retooled show, Deep Night with Dale, to the venerable Eureka Theater for a double bill with our old friends at Killing My Lobster. Oh, they're going to be doing a full show after ours. It's going to be great. We're going to start the night off with a big, big event packed with video, special guests, uh, interviews. Uh, uh, some of the guests, here, here they are. This is who they are. Uh, I'm going to be talking to author and founder of SpaceHack.org, Ariel Waldman. Ariel has worked for NASA. She's written a new book that's coming out all about what it's like to live in space. I mean, okay, that's what I want to know. I could spend an hour just on that. What is it like to be up there in space? To me, it seems uh, frightening and very lonely. And so in that way, not too unlike living on Earth. But let we'll talk to her about it and we'll find out. Uh, George Chen legend in the comedy independent music scene in the Bay Area. He's done it all. We're going to talk about it. Some of the shared experiences we probably have going to some warehouse raves in Oakland in the early aughts with George. That's going to be fun. And Andy Wright. Listen, she's a journalist. She's a writer covering some pretty amazing and bizarre territory for Atlas Obscura, the Bay Citizen, uh, uh, Popular Mechanics. You still get your subscription to Popular Mechanics? <clears throat> New York Times. Here's the thing. She owes me. And so I'm collecting, and she's going to be part of the show. Also, DJ Hootsie, he's a night owl who loves playing music. It's our very own John Walansky performing for us all night. We're going to have a lot of fun, plus surprises. I guarantee you there will be some surprises. It's going to be a lot of fun. 8 p.m. on Tuesday, January 19th. Get the tickets. It's $20. Now, this could sell out. It could. It actually could. It's going to be great. Uh, go to DaleRadio.com. You'll see where it says live tour dates, and you can get some tickets. Click uh, ticket info there. Get you the right ticket page. I'll be in San Francisco for a hot second. Let's get coffee. That's what you do there. So much good coffee. You look at the water, and a seagull comes over to you, and you maybe you have a breakfast burrito, and then you have another coffee, then some kind of a sticky bun. Go over there to Tartine. You know, get a sticky one of those hot hot buns, morning buns what they call them. Oh, that's good. That's good stuff. Walk out to the ocean. Walk out in the ocean. Anyhow, come find me. Uh, uh, let's let's have some fun uh, with that. That'd be great. And then a month later, a month later, okay, Tuesday, February 16th, right around another uh, uh, long weekend. Okay, you got a couple of President's Day weekends. We celebrate the birthday of the great presidents. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, what are you going to be doing for them? Well, uh, uh, this is a nice way to, to celebrate any president ever, whoever your favorite is, right? Some of us are Cleveland heads. I get it. Uh, uh, but uh, this is going to be great. February 16th, Tuesday, February 16th, 7.30 p.m. at the Hammer Museum in Los Angeles. Oh, we're going back. We are going back there. We're going to present Deep Night uh, again. We're, uh, uh, we got a killer lineup here featuring comedian Kate Berlant. Cyrus Guaramani, he's a composer who's done a lot of stuff for Comedy Central. Tune in, folks. Megan Rosenblum, medical librarian. She's the founder of Death Salons. What are we going to talk about? 
We're going to talk about some creepy stuff with her. I know. And uh, DJ Nina Tar and more. We're going to keep adding to this show. Uh, this one is free, folks. Free. So if you're on a budget, if you're on a fixed income, this is the show for you. It's always the show for you because it's always free. But uh, this one is live and free. So, you, you know, come on down. Come on down. We're going to have a bar. Okay, and there's going to be some parking, so uh, let's make it an overnight. Come on down. Uh, it would be wonderful to see you. If you're in Los Angeles, by all means, come to the show. Tell somebody. Come to the show. It's free. It's going to be rare. I may never come out there again. <laughs> I kid. I'll always come out. I love you. It's wonderful. Uh, we're going to have a great time, and that's going to be a terrific show. I'm excited about it. What else can I tell you? Oh, folks. That's it. We, we, uh, we, we, we don't have any other live shows scheduled for New York just yet, but uh, maybe we'll come back around to that. But we'll have some other great guests coming up soon in the next couple of weeks. So there you have it. Furthermore, that's enough. There you go. We got some big things coming. I can't uh, wait to share them with you. If, you. if you are interested in seeing some video stuff that we've been doing, I feel as if there's some uh, uh, video that we put out, the opening bag series criminally overlooked <laughs> i appreciate the hundred views but go check that out you have to it's a good for binge watching now that they're all out there there's six or so episodes go out there and watch you see the full arc uh, of me receiving packages opening bags going places getting the shopping and i bring home the bag and i tell you what is inside the bag if there's something that's more electrifying than that description i don't know what it is so yes please go over to our youtube.com slash dell radio page and uh, watch them. Just watch them. Let it soak in. You don't need to watch how a murderer is made, okay? You don't need to see Jennifer Lopez as a police person. Th this will be infinitely more entertaining, and it'll take you about half the time. So uh, go over there, and, and if you do... Oh, i tell you what you could do for me. This would be wonderful. Subscribe to this program on iTunes. The subscription is what uh, guides it. It's the more subscriptions that we have, uh, the better our ratings go. And that's how we could appear in these things. After six years, we could finally crack the new and noteworthy. <laughs> are we either of those things anymore? Probably not. But that's okay. It would be great if you'd go over there, iTunes, subscribe. That's all you have to do. You don't have to rate and review us if you don't want to. But if you do, go ahead. And Stitcher, SoundCloud, we're available on all those platforms. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. I hope you had a wonderful new year, too, by the way. That would be uh, great. And listen, no character portrait this time. But, you know, that's a lot of calling of people. Then they have to send me the thing. But we'll, we'll get it back. We'll get it back there. Till next time, I'll be uncorking my whiskey bottles and emptying them of my delicious fermented peppermint liqueur. Now let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy. Dale Radio is written and performed by James Bewley, musical director Steve O'Reilly. Season theme composed and performed by Shockwave. Podcast icon for season eight designed by Jenny Fine. Listen to Dale on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher Radio. And follow the program on Twitter, at Dale Radio, or on Instagram, at Dale Seaver. If you'd like Dale to come to your local VFW or Elks Lodge, simply drop us a line at Radio at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. You're the best. <laughs>